Welcome to the Rimfire Tactical Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, from rimfiretactical.com, and I'm glad you're here. Welcome to episode 35, everybody. Man, this is a an interesting time to be alive, for sure. You know, I've talked so much in previous episodes about how I truly do believe that we are living in the golden age as far as rimfire goes and rimfire shooting. The quality of the rifles, handguns, ammunition, all the optics. Uh, you know, it's just, it's really kind of unprecedented for the the rimfire world. Now, the other interesting thing that also happens to be unprecedented is what we're going through right now with COVID-19. And, you know, I've made light of it several times with the previous episodes and talking about the quarantine um, podcast and all that good stuff. But I truly do hope that each and every one of you that are listening to this, I hope you guys are safe and healthy and doing everything that you can to look out for yourself and your loved ones. Um, This is certainly something that I don't think any of us, if you had told us at the beginning of the year, this is going to happen. I don't think any of us would have seen our year (laughs) taking shape the way that it has over the last, um, at this point, Gosh, I guess at this point, we're almost uh, four to six weeks into it, maybe longer. But in any case, like I said, I just hope that each of you that are listening to this are staying safe, staying healthy, and um, doing whatever is necessary to make sure that you protect yourself and your family from COVID-19 or any of the, the other things that seem to be you know, still an issue in some areas, whether it's the flu or other things. But guess what, guys? This isn't a podcast talking about, you know, viruses and things like that. It's a podcast talking about shooting. And in particular, it's a podcast talking about shooting rimfires. On this episode, though, we're not going to talk a whole lot about shooting. We're going to talk about what is the first of hopefully many unique opportunities for those of us that are part of the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group. If you don't know what I'm talking about, and if you've never listened, or or if you've listened to previous podcasts, or maybe this is your first one, there's a couple different things we want to talk about first. Head on over to rimfiretactical.com. There's a contact form where you can put in your your email, and we're not going to spam you or anything like that, but you're going to get updates whenever there's new Uh, blogs coming out, new articles being written, as well as new episodes of the podcast. Um, You know, keep you up to date, uh, the developments of the forum as it continues to come along, and uh, just keep you in the loop on what we're doing over at Rimfire Tactical. In addition to RimfireTactical.com, we also have the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group. And that Rimfire Tactical Facebook group has uh, been around now for, I think, almost five years. And we're continuing to see new members on a daily basis and lots and lots of activity. And so if you're not a member of the group, I you know, highly suggest take the time to go over, join the group, and participate. Don't just join to join, but join. You know, Be a part of the group. Contribute when people are asking questions and it's something that you're familiar with. Help out other shooters. 
answer questions. If you've got questions, ask them. You know, engage with the folks in the group, and I think you'll be really impressed by not only the quality of the people who are in the group and the help that they're willing to provide, but also the quantity. You know, it's it's unbelievable to me because I just didn't see it several years ago when I started the group, but it's truly unbelievable that I can approve a post or one of the admins will, and we have to go through the post approval process because unfortunately, you know, one of the things that goes against Facebook standards is selling uh, guns or anything gun related on Facebook. And for whatever reason, that's a hard concept for some people to, to get. I don't think it's actually that hard in reality. I think a lot of people are just selfish and don't care. Um, they, they either need to sell something or they want to sell something and they just see a group like ours as uh, you know a prime place to be able to sell that rifle or scope or whatever. But in any case, it goes against Facebook standards. And whether we like it or don't like it, it doesn't really matter. It's their house and we get to play in it. And so their rules are that you can't sell guns and gun accessories on Facebook. And, you know, through the years, we've had more than a few people who have tried to advertise guns or other things for sale. And, you know, the reality for Facebook is with the push of one button, um, they can nuke and just completely destroy, delete an entire group. And while our group is not small by any standard at over or close to, I think we're over 6,000 members now, but they've done it with groups that were much, much larger. I can think of one that if I'm not mistaken, had over 50,000 members and one day it was there and the next day it was gone all because of repeated violations of, um, you know, Facebook's rules about selling guns or people advertising guns. So going back to what I was talking about, though, you know, it's astonishing to me that I can approve uh, a post or one of my admins will approve a post. And by the time I've approved two or three posts and because obviously I'm not on Facebook all day. So, you know, whenever I log in, there's usually two, three, four posts. Sometimes there's a lot more than that that need to be approved. And whether it's me or one of my admins that's doing it. When we approve those posts, we don't auto approve them. We, we actually read it to make sure what it's saying. And you'd be surprised how many we, we have to delete that are either for sale posts or people just saying dumb things. Um, and it takes a lot for me to say that. But, you know, people who are, are uh, making fun of uh, shooters that have guns that maybe aren't as nice or expensive or fancy or whatever as what that particular shooter might have or whatever, and, you know, just people being disrespectful, um, calling people stupid and ignorant and things. And those are the types of things that, I mean, that flies, I guess, in some groups, but it's just my opinion that that's not acceptable. So it doesn't fly in our group. But, you know, we can approve a post. And by the time I go through the process of approving three or four or five posts, and then also go through and uh, I'll have 
you know, quite a few member requests just about every time I go in to the, uh, the group. So I'll approve the posts first, check those and approve them. And then I will go through and check the membership requests and either approve or decline those. And sometimes in maybe five minutes from when I approve a post, and it can be something where someone's asking about scope recommendations or opinions on a particular rifle. Um, those types of posts come up a lot. You know, a lot of times people are talking about maybe putting together a rifle for base class and NRL 22. There are a lot of those posts and um, heck, I've done a couple of podcasts specifically talking about that. But, you know, in those cases, typically it's, it's, what would you recommend a b or c and a b or c is always the same three rifles it seems it's always either a ruger precision or a cz 457 one of the models of that or maybe a tika t1x but you know in the time that it takes me to approve that those posts you know check the members the membership requests and approve or decline on those and then go back into the group especially when there's a post that is something that uh, specifically, I have some experience in, so I'm going to try to help that person out. It may have only been five or six minutes, maybe 10 at the most, from when I approved that post until I'm coming back to it so that I can actually comment on it. Because you can't comment on the same screen when you approve it. it it's You approve it in one screen, it disappears from there, and then you have to go back in and to the group to find it. But in that five or 10 minutes, it's not uncommon at all for there to be three, four, five, ten 10 posts or more where other members of the group have jumped in and said, hey, here you go. Here's our experience. You know, we, I wouldn't advise going that direction or you might want to think about this or instead of, you know, doing instead of making a major change, maybe try some different ammo. And I just I'm so grateful for, for you guys in the group that um, that we have there. And so talking about the group and how much content is there and how many uh, posts are constantly coming up, that leads me to the reason that I'm, I'm recording this podcast today. So about a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, I was actually had somebody contact me that reached out through the group. And uh, to be frank, I missed the missed the message. And so, um, it was a few days later, I saw the message and, um, it happened to be over the weekend. And I just replied to the person I had reached out and they said, who do I get in touch with to talk about something in the group? So, you know, I gave them my contact info and said, give me a call on Monday. Well, they did. And when they called on Monday, what was so neat about the conversation is, um, the gentleman I spoke with, a super nice individual, somebody that is uh, the kind of person I love to talk to. The guy is passionate about his product. He is a very accomplished shooter in his own right, but uh, he is a major player in the firearms industry. And uh, his company is very, very well known. And he said, hey, here's the deal. We are, we are known in our space very, very well. But we are looking at broadening our horizons and we're looking at creating some 
uh, barrels as a barrel manufacturer. So we're looking to make some barrels that would be used not in our traditional field, but more so in the field of the PRS or NRL type rimfire shooting. And he said, you know, here's the thing. Um, in, in the world that we're known for, which is primarily a bench rest, he said, you know, there, um, there's unique things about our um, that, that particular competition and they vary from what happens in the type of shooting that you guys primarily do. And he said, one thing in particular that is important for what you guys do is that you need to be able to extract a live round. And the reason that's important, if you guys have never had uh, experience with um, either, well, there's lots of different uh, types of rifles that can you know have an issue uh, with what we're talking about here but typically rifles that have a really tight um, chamber um, especially one that's designed uh, that's either tight or short um, they're designed to take out all the of the uh, that open area around the bullet and basically drive the bullet into the um, the rifling just a little bit and what that does is several things. It takes any of the uh, the looseness out of the bolt. It's, and, and there's lots of things that it does that I'm sure I'm not doing it justice, but um, it does lots of different things as far as accuracy. And it aids accuracy in a major way. But the challenge with it is when that bullet is driven into the rifling and it engages the rifling, a lot of times it's almost impossible in a really tight match chamber, one like you might find in bench rest or maybe F-class, um, one that's super tight. It can be almost impossible to extract that live round without firing it. And if you've ever shot an NRL or PRS type match, when your time is up, your time is up. And occasionally, you know, the match directors will say, go ahead and send it, you know, go ahead and send that round down range because you're already in position and on the target and you just timed out. But by rules or by the rules, um, you know, if a match director wants to stick to very strict rules, that's not allowed. And in some cases that can even be a disqualifier and, and get you, you know, booted from a match. So having the ability to extract a live round is a big deal. And so um, this gentleman, and the reason I'm not telling you the company is because we've, I'm not sure if he's going to let people know um, what he's doing or if we're going to do this as a blind test. But he said, you know, we have a handful of different rifles that we see commonly talked about for this type of shooting. We have several of them here at our company. He said, but one that we don't have, and, and you know, because of all the, the stuff that's happening with this pandemic, we don't have access to and, and not sure when we could get one, is we don't have a Ruger precision rifle. And he said, you know, the reason that we are looking at, at that particular rifle is because it is a very popular gun. It, it's a very popular rifle of the sales. I mean, if you talk to any gun shop, those rifles sell really well. 
And if you go to different NRL type matches or just go into the range, you'll see a lot of those rifles out there. And what's interesting about it is um, in the post in the Facebook group, I made the comment that those rifles are about as controversial as Hillary Clinton's emails. And they really seem to be. Um, you know, some people talk about those RPRs as just one of the best rifles they've ever had. They love how it feels. They love the chassis. They love the fact that uh, it's a it's the little brother, so to speak, of the the Ruger Precision Rifle that Ruger brought out in, in 65 Creedmoor and 308 and 243 and 6mm and uh, Creedmoor and a few other calibers through the years. That was a huge success for him. So a lot of people love those rifles. And quite a few people have actually bragged about how great those rifles shoot. But then there's the other side of the coin. Uh, there's been a lot of people who have purchased those rifles and have not had very good results. Uh, they weren't pleased with the accuracy. Uh, there seems to be some issues with the way the chassis comes together. And a lot of people have had to figure out how to bed the chassis. And I think one of the common tricks for doing that is to use some aluminum tape. Um, but just, it's it's become, you know, kind of a controversial rifle. And it's interesting because in the, the price range it's in, which I think you can typically find them for around $350, maybe $400 new. Um, it, it's popular because of the price range. And of course, it takes the Ruger 1022 magazines. Um, it does have the adjustable stock, so you can shorten the length of pull uh, for you know smaller stature shooters, whether it's kids or smaller framed adults, or lengthen it for you know, those uh, those folks that need that longer length of pull. It has the adjustable cheek piece, so you can raise it and lower it based off of of what you need and the scope you're using, whether it's a 40 millimeter objective or all the way up to a 56 or a 60, uh, like the Cytrons. So it has a lot going for it, a lot of bells and whistles for the price range. But, but like I said, it you know there are very few people who are in the middle. They either really like those rifles or they really don't. And I am actually, um, I can't really tell you that I, I like them or I don't like them. Um, I can tell you that I've got several friends who purchased them. I can also tell you that none of my friends who purchased them kept them. And uh, when they were buying theirs, it just so happened I was getting into voodoos. And so it made no sense to me to, to buy something like that when I was you know, investing as much as I was into the voodoos. And that's what kept me away from them. But get, saying all of that, like I said, that the rifles have a huge following. And now they're starting to be a real aftermarket for them. Uh, triggers. Um, especially barrels. Several companies are offering barrels now. And and ultimately, I think what you're going to see is that rifle is, is going to continue to develop to a point where I think it's going to really come into its own over time. Um, but back to the gentleman I was talking with, he said, you know, we, we've chosen that rifle because of the popularity and because of the fact that there are um, a lot of them out there, and we feel that one of the biggest con you know, criticisms of those rifles and their accuracy tend, or has to do with the barrel. And so we have developed a barrel, but we need to test it. 
And he said, that's where, you know, I've come to the conclusion that we wanted to reach out to you and talk about an opportunity for your group. And, you know, frankly, I wasn't exactly sure where the conversation was going, but I was just, I was speechless for a moment. I said, well, okay, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so flattered. Thank you so much. You know, how can we help? And he said, well, here's what I'd like to do. I would like to use your group as testers for a, this new barrel that we've developed for the Ruger Precision Rimfire. And he said, and here's the thing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for people who will actually shoot. You know, this isn't something where, you know, people are just basically throwing their hands up and saying, hey, pick me, pick me, give me something free. He said, I need real world feedback. And I need feedback in a lot of different areas. And I need to make sure that we can get that. And if you feel like your group can contribute to this, you know, we'd, we'd like to, to set something up. Sorry, guys. Dry throat. Had to take a drink. So I told him, I said, you know, absolutely. <coughs> Excuse me. Just a cough, guys. Not Corona. Not Corona. Um, I said, sure. You know, I, I feel confident that that can happen. We have a, a lot of, of incredibly good shooters that are part of the group. And that's all I said. You know, I don't know who has those rifles and who doesn't. And, you know, I don't want to just pick shooters. And I know, in you know, there's a, I've gone back and forth on this decision a few times. So hear me out. And at least you'll know my thoughts on it. My initial response was, I know exactly who I'm going to reach out to. Because I know how often these guys compete. I know how well they can shoot. Um, especially because of the fact of what I've seen them do, both in results, in the match results, as well as, uh, you know, results from other types of shooting, whether it's videos, things like that. I know what is possible in the group. But then I thought about it, and really what I want is I wanted to maybe put together a different scenario. I mean, I, it's one thing if I handpick three different people and, you know, I cherry pick the group out of over 6,000 members and say, these three guys, that's the guys I want to test this. And I feel confident I could have got some, some great results out of it, but I thought it made sense to actually look at the group as an entire group of people who are potential customers for this, this company. And so we decided that instead of just handpicking a few shooters, what we would do instead is um, I decided to basically create a thread, uh, a post, if you will, um, talking about the unique opportunity that we have and the criteria that would be required in order for someone to be chosen as a potential tester for this company. And the reason that I, I chose to go this direction, there's really two reasons. One is I want to make sure that we're giving real world results, not 
hand-picked, cherry-picked type results. And two is if we do this well, there may be opportunities with this manufacturer or other manufacturers in the future to beta test some new products. But if we do a terrible job or if we don't do, um, you know, we don't come through on our end, well, you know, <laughs> clearly we're not going to have anybody choosing us for anything in the future. And because of that, like I said, I, I decided to make this all inclusive, um, gave everyone a breakdown of what the requirements would be. And if anyone or everyone is interested, that's fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm happy for that. That's exactly what I want. Um, yeah, it would make me um, really happy and a little crazy, quite honestly, to go through, you know, 6,000 people and trying to, you know, and 6,000 people volunteering. Um, the number generation part would be really easy as far as picking, but it would be a nightmare trying to keep track of who did, who said what, when. But essentially what we did is I broke everything down and said, here's what we need. I need you guys to understand. And, and I'm not going to read the whole post, but just here's the requirements to be considered. First and foremost, you need to own a Ruger Precision Rimfire. Uh, I, I don't think that it makes sense for someone to go out and buy a brand new rifle for, uh, for this. Now, What's interesting is I've had a lot of people pipe in and say, you know what? I was thinking about buying one anyway. Man, if you pick me, I'm buying the rifle. And so I'm allowing it. I'm certainly not going to disqualify somebody, but that's just my recommendation. I mean, I wouldn't go out and unless you're already thinking about it, I wouldn't say, let's go buy a rifle just to test, you know, test out a barrel. Um, and as much as I say that, I probably would if I got chosen. I would, I would probably do the same thing. But anyway, neither here nor there. So, um, Number two, you must be able to actually go and shoot. And I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, with shelter in place, uh, rules and regs in, in so many different areas, um, you know, in the country, there's a lot of us that would love to go and shoot, but we can't right now. And so um, shooting is an absolute part of this. It's a requirement because we need real world results. Um, number three. If you're chosen, you must be willing to document your results and share them. And what that means is this company needs constructive criticism. They don't need you to say, oh, it shoots good. We need real world results. And I keep saying we because I feel like I'm a part of this. Uh, even though I don't own one of these rifles, I don't, I'm not getting one of these barrels. Uh, but it's my group and, and frankly, it's my, my name and my reputation on the line saying, hey, we'd love to be a part of this. So what we're looking for is we're looking for actual results. We're looking for the people who are chosen to be able to tell us, okay, the factory barrel on this rifle uh, produced groups at 50 yards and 100 yards that were this size, you know, whatever the size may be. And, um, you know, when I replace the barrel, first we're looking to find out, you know, did you have any problems replacing the barrel? Yes or no? Okay, you had some problems. What were the problems? We need that information. Um, the second thing we need to know, you know, when you replace the barrel, did how did the AMO shoot? You know, what 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 was the results? What were they looking like? And a part of the <clears throat> testing of uh, the barrel is 
you're starting from scratch. You're essentially starting when you change the barrel. For those of you, if you've never done it before, when you change the barrel on a rifle, you're essentially starting with a brand new gun, especially in the rimfire world. So what you need to understand is that if that rifle shot great with Lapua Center X in a specific lot, or maybe it's Ely match or Ely target or whatever ammo you're shooting, if it shot great with that specific lot and that specific brand, that's fantastic. But it may, the new barrel may not shoot that ammo that well. It may prefer a different lot or a different brand or a combination of a different lot and a different brand. So we need that documentation so that you can say the factory barrel shot great with Lapua Center X lot number 25553, but the new barrel isn't shooting that as well, you know, and, and the factory barrel was producing a half inch group at 50 yards and an inch and a half group at a hundred yards with, you know, lot number 25553 or whatever from Lapua. But the new barrel, it's producing a quarter inch group at 25 yards. And I was able to get some groups that were under one inch or three quarters of an inch at a hundred yards under optimal conditions but not with that specific lot of Lapua Center X. In actuality, the best groups I was able to get with the new barrel came from Ely Match, you know, lot 6978. So we need that documentation because if you only have one brand of ammo that you can shoot, that's all you have at your home, you know, and, and, and access to, if the new barrel shoots that ammo, great. Well, that's awesome. But if the new barrel's not shooting that particular brand and lot well, we need to figure out, is the barrel having an issue or is it just that the barrel doesn't like that specific lot and, and brand? So being willing to not only go out and shoot and having the ability to go and shoot, but being able to document your results including testing different brands of ammo and, and testing it well enough to not just five, fire five rounds of, of CCI standard velocity and say, yep, it shoots great. You know, we, we need real results trying a lot of different ammo. Um, number five, you willing to devote some time to the project. That's because of everything I've talked about before. We need documentation. We need somebody who's willing to test. And, you know, we've all had those days where you go out to shoot and for whatever reason, that's just not your day. And no matter what you do, you're not getting good groups. I've tried in the past to power through on days like that and just keep shooting, thinking that it would get better. Most of the time I end up leaving the range or my farm or whatever, even more frustrated than I, I would have been if I had just stopped much sooner because now I've wasted a lot of ammo and not had good results. So if you go out to the range and you're having a bad day, stop but make sure you can go out a different day you know so you can try some different brands you can try under different conditions you know make sure that everything was tight you know if you go out and you're shooting and things aren't aren't shooting well and then you you later on you figure out that you've got issues with you know a loose um screw somewhere that that's that's a nightmare so we need to be able to spend some time actually devote some time to it um you know, I, I've talked about the documentation. I mean, you know, that's just key. 
you've got to continue on with the documentation. Um, you know, details, they're, they're, they're huge. Um, did you see, you know, really I want people to use not just, uh, not just taking pictures of the rifle and taking pictures of groups. We're looking for somebody to use the chrono, whether it's a magnetic speed, mag, can't talk today, magneto speed or, you know, something else. But we're, you know, this is things I'm curious about. Are you getting the same velocity? Are you getting higher velocity from the new barrel or a lower velocity from the new barrel as you were from the, the factory barrel? Um, those kinds of things make, you know, uh, a big difference. And, and, you know, the old saying, the devil's in the details, it's true. It's true in business. It's true in personal life. It's true in, in shooting. Um, now, as you can tell, we're asking for a lot. And a lot of this, I won't tell you that, that all that criteria came from the gentleman at the uh, barrel company. A lot of those, I mean, he was sort of open and said, hey, I'm going to leave this up to you. But that's the type of information that's important to me. So that's what we're looking for. And, um, you know, because I, my expectation is if you're saying put me in the list, you know, of people that uh, could potentially be chosen, you know, let me know, you know, let, you know, let me in there. Let me be the guy. Choose me. Choose me. I can't tell you the number of private messages I've got on Facebook. I mean, like, seriously. Uh, I've had a few people send me the what I would almost call a resume trying to basically have me choose them without ever going through the actual um, random drawing that we're going to do. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, what we're always asking is what's in it for me? Well, the first thing that's in it for you is you're going to be one of three people chosen the first three people to be ever be chosen for something like this as part of the Rimfire Tactical Facebook group. Um, there's a lot to be said for that. Um, in addition to that, the three that are chosen, they're going to, they're going to get to keep those barrels. And I don't know if you have ever priced the, the cost of barrels, but it's really difficult to find a new, barrel. Um, heck, in a lot of cases, it's difficult to find a used barrel for less than $350 or $400. And this manufacturer has said, we're going to give these three people who are willing to do everything that's required as part of this test, we're going to give them the barrels. They don't have to ship them back to us. They don't have to send them back. Uh, you know, they don't have to do any of those things. But, you know, there are uh, there, there's a huge upside there for the people who were chosen. Now, one of the things that I've thought since I made the original post, some of the things that, you know, we could potentially talk about as well is, um, you know, we can have the first three people test these things. And then, you know, maybe if they're inclined, maybe what we do is have them ship those barrels off to three other members. And, you know, sort of have an extended test or, you know, with lots of testers. And that way, you know, you've got three people who are giving results and then three new shooters get an opportunity. And I don't know that we'll do that, but it's something that crossed my mind. But it didn't it didn't occur to me until after I'd already uh, made the post. So we'll see. 
you know, like I said, it's my hope that this isn't uh, the one and only time that this happens. But the key to this being a success is those that are chosen coming through with doing what they've said there they will do. Now, outside of that, um, you know, like I said, the manufacturer, they may decide as they bring out barrels for other models, whether it's the Tika or the Vigara or the CZs or um, the new Rimex action or, or even, you know, the Voodoo's. Um, there's going to be lots of opportunities in the future, possibly. But again, it all comes down to how we handle the first time. So, you know, with all that being said, I just want to get a, a quick episode out to encourage you. If you have not already um, gotten in and, you know, the Facebook group, go there and request to join. And if you have but did not see the post about this opportunity, you need to go there quickly. And just make sure you read through the rules. Make sure that you see that, yep, you know, this is what's required and you're willing to do it because I'm going to hold you accountable. And it won't just be me. Um, the manufacturer, I mean, they're, they're spending a significant amount of money on this um, because they're, they're giving away barrels expecting you know, feedback. But once those barrels get shipped, you know, they're at the mercy of the people who are getting them. So myself and those in the group, you know, we're going to hold you guys accountable, not in a negative way by any stretch, but we're going to expect you when you get those barrels, let us know, Hey, the barrel came in. Hey, here's how it looked. Hey, I've, I've got it, you know, mounted on the rifle tonight. I'm heading to the range tomorrow. You know, we're looking for results. We're looking for feedback. And so, you know, that's a big, big part of it. Don't take that part for granted. Don't overlook it. But get in there. Uh, make sure you uh, let us know if you want to be a part of it. And at 9 p.m., uh, let's see, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, gosh, I don't even know what the date is. You would think I would be more prepared for something like this, but that is not the way that today has has went. So let's see here. Um, at 9 p.m. on Thursday, April the 23rd, 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, I'm going to post a video to the group. Um, the, the, I won't be taking any other names after 8.30 p.m. that day on the list.